With the upper rings in place, you now create and animate the lines that connect them. If you need to catch up, use the scene named flexconnectors.max you downloaded for this tutorial. Make sure you reload the ripples.cache file that's associated with the modifier. You animate the lines by animating their vertices. There are various ways you can achieve this, and you learn three possible approaches. The easiest way to animate line vertices is to do just that. This means that with a line selected, you simply go to vertex mode and you animate the vertex location while in auto key mode. For a simple scene like we have here, this should be enough. However, when you want more control, you should rely on animation helpers since you can select them without accessing the line's vertices. Helpers are also useful if and when you need to include some advanced manipulation such as wiring and custom attributes. This is not the case here, but strictly for learning purposes, here's how you can connect vertices to helpers. Say you have two point helpers in box mode and a line that goes from one to the other. You can link the line vertices to the helpers in the following way. With the line selected, add the spline select modifier. This enables you to select a sub-object, such as a vertex, and pass it over to other modifiers. As you select one of the vertices on the line, you can now add a linked X-form modifier that will only affect that selected vertex. Using linked X-form, you can now select a control object, the appropriate point helper in this case, that will only affect the previous selection. You can now repeat the procedure by adding another set of spline select linked X form modifiers to the other vertex. Finally, add one more spline select modifier to give back control of the whole spline to the modifier stack. With that, you can now move the helpers around to animate the line vertices without having to access or select them. Another way to achieve the same results is to use the skin modifier. If you're used to working with the skin modifier, this will probably be easier to set up. With a similar scenario to earlier, with two helpers and one line connecting them, you can apply a skin modifier to the line. Using add bones, you then add the two point helpers to act as control objects. This should be enough. Although you can adjust the envelopes, or even better vertices for a better fit. Each vertex should have an absolute effect of 1 or 100% to follow the closest point helper. All three methods are valid. But since this is a fairly simple scene, you'll simply animate vertices directly. If you added any unwanted objects, delete them now. Also hide the water surface and the pool floor. It will be easier to work without them cluttering the viewports. In the top view, go to a frame where you can see the first two rings and draw a line between them. The line should go from one edge to another.
Make sure the rendering is set in both viewport and at render time, and that the thickness of the line matches that of the rings, 0.002 meters in this example. Also ensure the line is moved to 0 in Y and minus 0.07 in Z to match the YZ coordinates of the rings. The first ring is fully built at frame 9. The second ring at frame 23. That will be the animation range for the line. Go into vertex mode. With the move tool selected, take note of the X value position of the left vertex. Even better, Copy this value to the clipboard using Ctrl-C. Now select the right vertex and paste the X value, Ctrl-V, and then press Enter. Now the two vertices are sharing the same spot and the line doesn't render. Enable Auto Key Mode and go to frame 23. Move the still selected right vertex to the left edge of the second ring. The animation runs from frame 0 to 23. Relocate the first keyframe to frame 9 to synchronize with the animation of the first ring. Exit sub-object mode and auto key mode when done. As you did with the rings, Copy the line and adjust the keyframes to synchronize with every subsequent triple. Be careful if you need to make slight adjustments to the vertex positions. In this example, the right vertex on the second line needs a small nudge to the left. Because it's an animated vertex, in this case between frames 23 and 37, make sure you are at frame 37 and in auto key mode. You can now adjust the vertex position, updating the keyframe. Make sure you exit vertex mode and auto key mode when done. Repeat the procedure to create a third connector between the third and fourth rings. You'll also need a line after the last ring. and one before the first ring. All should be properly synchronized and adjusted, so take your time working on the finer details. Remember to rename the connectors adequately.
Also make sure all rings and connectors have the same material applied to them. Unhide the water surface and the pool floor and render a test frame around frame 55. Once you're happy with the results, make instances of all rings and connectors and place them a little below the current set. You'll probably need to bring down the pool floor slightly. In the Material Editor, under Options, ensure the option Propagate Material to Instances is disabled. This way, instance objects will not automatically have the same single material applied to them. Make a copy of the ring's upper material you created earlier by shift-moving it. Double-click the new material and rename it Rings Lower. In the Self-Illumination Rollout, Reduce the luminance value to about 2 and apply the material to the lower set of rings and connectors. Render the scene again to see the effect. It looks good. The top right edge seems a bit off where the edge of the water surface casts shadows on the pool floor. You could have made the water surface larger earlier, prior to applying flex and point cache to it. Making it larger now means having to rework that simulation. Instead, you can simply create a smaller water extension and apply the water material to it. This should be enough to fix this issue. The scene is done and ready for render. As always, you have a final scene available and an animation to view if you do not wish to wait for a full render. The tutorial, as it relates to how the trailer was made, is now finished. However, you may be interested in the topic of the next and last movie. In it, you learn to change the ripple effect into a wake effect, simply by changing the collision object currently represented by a bouncing sphere.